Hi guys, I just thought it'd be appropriate to start off this uh, podcast before the intro just to say that obviously uh, rest in peace to uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, Obviously this podcast might be coming out um, in a few days or Mm -hmm. maybe a week or so but uh, at the time of recording she passed last yeah yesterday Uh, so obviously uh, the country's in the 12 days of mourning so we just wanted to pay our respects before uh, recording this podcast yeah obviously I'll say as well rest in peace of Queen obviously longest serving monarch of all time Mm -hmm. well in in our country I guess 96 years so yeah rest in peace of Queen and yeah uh, I guess we can get into the podcast now mate yeah Welcome, 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 guys. We are the Off-White Boys, and we bring you the Off-White Pods. And always, it's me, David, the hardest host, darker than most. And with me, as always, I've got the one, the only, Vic, the most gas guy who never tells lies. So what are you saying, bro? Yeah, bro, I'm doing good. Not too bad, not too bad. How about yourself, mate? Yeah, not too bad. I'm very happy at the moment. Uh, (laughs) You're a free man. Yeah, trust me. People (laughs) People that know me will know... Uh, my, well, I was about to say the name then, but I wish I could, guys. I really wish I could. But my previous employer, I'm free of the chains that <laughs> were on my neck for the past six months. I really hated my job there, hated my time there. Um, they're just... Uh, uh, let, let, let me not say too much, but I'm very, very happy right now. I'm currently in between jobs, about to start a pharmacy manager role with a different company. Um, Jeez, so, come on. Uh, you know, the progression's real, guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, very happy. Um, and right now, just chilling, uh, preparing to go away to Italy on Monday, which is me, me and my brother were in Manchester yesterday, which we could touch up on. Uh, that was actually, um, it kind of hit us this weekend, because obviously, you know, yeah, on Wednesday, yeah, yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah. oh, you haven't said too much about it. And I was like, I, bro, life, I haven't been thinking about it, do you know what I mean? See, I don't, life holidays don't hit you. When you're a kid, the holidays yeah. are like, it's like a four-week build-up yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah trust me. And, where, and I think more time, I think, especially with us now, I think, because you're planning your own holidays, you get gas at the time, and mm. then... You forget about it, then it's like, oh, we're going away. Calm, boys, mm-hmm. let's go. Uh, but what about yourself, mate? You've got some good news this week. Yeah, so as always, mate, business. our lives are always a bit in sync, yeah. weirdly. It's so, weird. It's actually yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've also got a new job that yeah. I'll be starting in November, which I'm also very pleased about. Mm-hmm. Um, I Congratulations. Do, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned, I've probably mentioned on a part, I'm in the tech industry, so mm. I'm like, uh, the current job I'm doing now, which I'm finishing in this month, um, Really good company, I can't lie. Uh, I, I guess I can mention the name of the company. Yeah, if, if you're actually, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be fair, I'll just whatever. But it's a really good company. I've actually loved this company. Like my manager is amazing, all that good stuff. But yeah, I'm happy to be leaving because it was like a role that it was a bit too specific to what I want to do in tech. I kind of mm. want to be like the role I'm going to go into is like an analyst role. So it's mm. more like the overall perspective of like the product life cycle mm. rather than one specific part. So yeah, I mean, I'm gassed. The company that I'm going to is, is 30 uh, as well. Like it's a growing company. So the opportunities we'll see in it, but yeah. Yeah, I'm gassed, mate. And the pay rise is nice as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice, and I just actually want to again, reiterate the genuine congratulations to yourself. Oh my God. Because it's one of them where, come you, on, I think you're finally, well, you seem a lot happier. Uh, yeah. Uh, the actual role can yeah, seem to sure. actually want to be in that role I suppose mm-hmm. I think the last role you had was good but I feel mm-hmm. like you still were a bit une- uneasy about yeah. your your future career or path yeah 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 I, I think naturally people will go through that in mm-hmm. terms of when this because I kind of did a more of an economics and then background in terms of my degree and then I went into like business and sales and stuff and although that was really good yeah. I kind of wanted to go into an industry where I felt like was more 
like are growing at a faster rate. I think there's obviously loads of industries, but mm. I just like tech in terms of like the products and the services that you can provide. Yeah. So I had to kind of like start back again. Like I remember in Feb 2020, mate, I was working at Tesco's, mate. Can you believe that? Yeah. yeah. And I was doing my, um, I did like a, a Udemy course on like Scrum Master uh, fundamentals and all that stuff. So then I like to apply for a job at the company that I'm at now. Then I had to go from that job that was like a very entry role to get into the to testing role that I was doing. And then I've been able to get into now, which like you said, is like a proper mm. career move if you like in it. So I'm gassed to be honest with you. It's definitely, <clears throat> it's where I want to be. This is like the sweet spot for where I want to be right now. Like, and the role that I will be doing will be, is the, is the perfect mix for me in terms of doing tech and having a good technical ability and everything because mm-hmm. uh, I've got that experience now but also dealing with clients so it's a good sweet spot in terms of the experience I've got kind of mixed together yeah yeah so like yeah, the future's no, looking yeah, good mate because obviously when you said about the uh, company and everything and even like the hybridness of it uh, yeah. and like like the client base side I just think it'd be quite good for you as yeah, well so because sure. um, obviously I know that you, you'd be running tests sitting in your room and <laughs> yeah, it like... gets depressing doesn't it yeah. so, <laughs> very you. monotonous but uh, yeah. yeah but um, yeah even now knowing I've got another job like the test today it was long but I was like nah not for long not yeah for long. yeah yeah no and it's I was saying to my mum like it's actually mad will you realise how much of a mental toll like I'm not I'm not saying like it's horrendous guys mm. we're obviously we're very grateful we have jobs we yeah have for, sure, for sure but for sure. you still like I was saying to her like I wake up like even now I've got nothing this morning I had nothing to do mm. I was a bit hanging I woke up and I was just do you know when you just feel a bit more happier to get out of bed <laughs> yeah it's there like I was just like, oh, calm, like, I don't have to deal with this, A, B, C, and it's, it, it's just good. So that's why I, why, what, what, I, what all I would say would be to anyone is, if you're unhappy with your job, just take some, take take action as soon as as soon as you can. Because for yeah. me, I feel like I left it a bit too late. So that's right, where right, it got right, to right. a point where there was potential, like, hate towards okay, my, yeah, my yeah. role, do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. I feel like if I was, if I had the mindset of, oh, I want to... Uh, get a higher do, I want to get some more experience a higher wage I want to move companies earlier I potentially would have left with a bit more happiness like okay yeah, calm, yeah. that chapter's done whereas then I felt like I was trapped so yeah. Yeah, that's just my advice to them Definitely. but um, as you said I think uh, it's pretty fair to say summer's officially over now yeah. uh, we, I was driving over here and I was like what I think it was at 7 I was like yeah. Yeah, it's getting dark already. Like yeah, I was like, geez, yeah, summer's yeah. like it's coming to an end. But yeah, it's been it's been a good. You've been hella busy yeah, this summer. Yeah, I think yeah. I have as well. I think I had like gaps in between at the beginning and then in between. But like, it's been so busy. Yeah, yeah it has. It's, it's been so busy. It's been busy, and I can't lie to you. My account is taking a nice hit. But it's one of them yeah, where, so. as I said to you, um, obviously I got a few plans next year, but I was putting on the pod just yet, <laughs> um, and obviously missing out on uni and everything. So I just thought this is going to be probably like the last summer where. I have little like financial responsibilities yeah, and yeah, I can yeah. just be free to just splash and I think August I did emotive every weekend sometimes did the other week back all day did Friday Saturday Sunday like now I'm at the point where as I said it's grind season so I'm very happy with For that sure. but we had a very good weekend last weekend yeah, to see how yeah. yeah to see how um, the old summer and that was uh, went to watch two of my, to be fair, actually, I was going to say two of my favourite, but I'd say Dave Chappelle has always been my favourite, always just respected his storytelling, as we were saying, mm. and then obviously he was performing with Chris Rock, and uh, I, I knew Chris Rock from Everyone Hates Chris, all that kind of stuff, and mm. then him just being a bit of a comedian personality, so mm. like, every, like if you like comedy, you know who Chris Rock is, but I never really listened to his stand-up 
personally like that much uh, and obviously we went to see that in uh, the O2 arena stayed at my girlfriend's flat so shout out her yes thank you Ashley uh, I appreciate uh, it yeah, your gifts on the way <laughs> yeah but um, yeah what was your review on the evening and everything uh, let's start off let's start off with the um, the actual acts for, first and then yeah what, what are you saying so um, you saw a few more than me so, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah so little backstory. so we get there and it's obviously extremely busy and um Obviously, we wanted drinks or whatever because we been, we went to a few pubs or whatever before, and the queues were like crazy. It was just yeah. they weren't queues; it was just like bunches of people outside yeah, the bar. So yeah. we were like, "All right, let's find our seats." Whatever. So we get to the seats, and the seats, mate. Oh my god! It, it oh. was as calm as it was, but like, like when I tell you, my knee, I've got a little bit of bad knees anyway. But my left knee, like, it was to the point where it was it was it was ruining my experience yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like yeah, I had yeah, to stand no, up. It's true. So we, <laughs> I went. We all sat down, and mm-hmm. then I was like, and the stairs. We were like pretty high up in the hotel. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if anyone's been there but it's like it's very high up like it's a bit it's a bit scary yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh shit I'm walking up whatever so uh, and then Dave and Santosh um, you know went to get drinks so I was like calm they'll be there for like what 20 minutes 10 minutes whatever so yeah, cool yeah. so I'm sat there cool and then um, I'm sat there for like 15 minutes just chilling and by the way we I think I, I think a lot of uh, comedy shows have this but you have to put your phone in like this pouch thing so you can't get it out or anything so yeah. I won't on my phone but you know I'd had a few drinks we were a bit merry whatever so mm. I was just sat there the music was on I was just having a little vibe whatever mm. so 20, 20, 20 25 minutes pass and I'm like you know the lights turn off I'm like oh shit shit Dave and Santos shot back here I'm like alright cool they'll probably be back in five minutes so anyway Je- <laughs> Jeff Ross I don't know if you know him but obviously we know him he's like the, the he's the um, roast king in it yeah. so uh, the king of roast so he comes out he's opening up and then they had a couple of other acts one of them's called Earthquake the guy and one of them I'm really I'm sorry I forgot her name it was uh, uh, yeah she was she was really good as well so they came out uh, one at a time Jeff Ross was coming in between they were all really good I'd say I'd say it was just it was weird because I didn't even tell you this but the woman who came out at the beginning she just had like one story but she just spoke about that story for about 15 minutes and mm. just went into it like in a lot of detail and it was just yeah. constantly making you laugh and the same guy the same for Earthquake as well but he was just his line was these are not jokes folks like he was just like yeah, he was talking about yeah, life yeah. you know how it is so they were really good mate so literally so I've all, th- all three of them had come out and Jeff Ross did a thing where he picked like 12 people out of the crowd and just mm. got them on stage and roasted them. Yeah. And uh, that was good. Uh, that was kind of cringe at one point. One of the women was like, she was just like, oh yeah, bring it on. Like, oh, whatever you say, I've got a rebuttal. And I was like, oh, allow oh, it, allow yeah, it, allow yeah. it. It was funny. And then, so this passes and Dave's and Santos are still not back. I'm like, oh my days. Yeah, so yeah. then literally you guys came back and it, didn't, it was an hour. I was yeah. sat on my own for an hour. Luckily it was calm for me, but these two... Fuming, mate. They were gone for an hour. The the, the whole hour they were gone. The opening acts. Yeah. But luckily, he came back for Chris Rock. But moving on to Chris Rock, mate. But before we move yeah, on, go on, from go on, there, go on. I want to say this directly to the camera. <laughs> and I, I was waiting before I say this with him. O2 Arena, uh, Greenwich. You man need to sort out your staff. You had about four people serving on one of the and most of and all the um all the bars. We get there, we don't even move. Like you haven't got food on. You didn't have ketchup. You didn't have. You didn't have mustard. <laughs> this man came back with just Bro. hot dogs with bread and, and there, was, there was one point. There was one point they didn't have lids for the cups, mate. So they were filling what? up the cups all the way to the top, and people, you're you're shitting yourself thinking people are gonna spill the pints on you because they couldn't oh, even put mate. lids on it. Like it was honestly th- that queue was horrendous. I assume there must have been an issue on the evening. Like that can't be the way yeah. they normally run. Like right. uh, you know, waiting f- an hour. Surely um, there's got to be more people complaining about that in the f- 
in the past. Yeah, like, yeah, if that's, yeah, if that's yeah, how yeah, it always yeah, is, right? To a point me. where they will think, okay, let's yeah. fix this. <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I know it's you know energy crisis and everything, but pay your staffs, man. Do you know <laughs> Jesus, what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that's all I have to say, yeah. guys. It was long, but it was. Long it was, it was I'm very so good glad I didn't go for the drinks. I'm so yeah, happy. Yeah. I can't lie to you. But um, but yeah, moving on to Chris Rock and uh, Dave Chappelle. Obviously, like you said, Dave Chappelle is one of my fit. Like he's probably my favorite all time comedian. Like he's just. I just I can't really explain it. It's just the storytelling, the way he lands a joke, the way he comes back to the jokes, the mm. way he you flow through it. Like when you watch his Netflix specials, you see the flowing. But mm. we'll get into that in a minute. But Chris Rock. So I like Chris Rock. I've always rated him. He's, I've seen. I've known probably more from films than I do his stand up. Mm. Or I've watched like clips of his stand up. But when he, when I was watching him, he was. Close. I don't know if this was any every comedy show because I've only been to a couple of stuff. Lee Evans and then these two. I think that's it. We're live anyway, and um, he was so good. Like it was so intense as yeah, well. Like yeah. he had the, you know, he the, so they had screens at the back. Obviously, yeah, it was yeah. black and white for his. Yeah. I felt so zoned yeah, in. Yeah, like yeah. I was clinging on to every word he said. It yeah, was actually yeah. mental. But he was he was like better than I expected. And to be honest, me, that's what I was gonna Definitely. say. Like for me, I didn't have. But again, maybe because I didn't have that much of an expectation. But when he was on, yeah, I was like. Nah, he's making me crease, and obviously he's one of those people that uses his voice a lot yeah. for his uh, jokes and stuff. So like, obviously, I feel like he was coming a lot louder than uh, Dave Chappelle did. So, you know when he was talking, like, I yeah, feel like he was his, very aggressive, yeah, wasn't he? His, his voice was really carrying the room, and obviously that's from years of doing his craft or whatever. But yeah, yeah it was mad. But do you know what's interesting? So I was sat in the middle between you and Santosh, <laughs> and I could, from the laughs, I could hear what you found funny. And I think I've noticed this with you as well. And when we watch like stand ups or whatever on Netflix mm. or wherever, you, you don't laugh maybe. As often as other people do, like yeah. I would always say, like you're a hard sell in oh, terms of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, are, you definitely are. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, oh yeah, fair enough, Chris Rock. And then when Dave Chappelle come on, he's just like you would just break down. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, moving on to Dave Chappelle, mate, he was like, oh, I, I think he was like, do you know when you will have an expectation of someone and they'll yeah. meet that or surpass that? He yeah, was definitely yeah. in that yeah, for me yeah, in it. And yeah. like, I, and it was, um, it was sick. Like he was. Thing. But the one thing I did notice was uh, if you've watched his stand ups, you'll know that he smoked cigarettes. But mate, the, this guy, I reckon he finished like a, a pack, mate. He was yeah. chain smoking yeah, cigs in it, yeah, and he had his little carpet out. So it was so good, mate. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, that's it to be fair. What, what do you think about him, bro? Yeah, I think it's uh, when it comes to Dave Chappelle, it's just one of them where you can't even say like he the tells goat. jokes. <laughs> yeah, he is. It, honestly, for me, like yeah, that really was sick to me. Like it was it was a lot more than I was expecting. And uh, as we said, obviously the anticipation was there. We'd gassed, we were, we were saying what we read, what we liked about him. But to actually watch him and be there where he's there taking you on a journey, talking about yeah. Uh, stories and sometimes I like how he just it's not always storytelling it's not always storytelling he'll tell a story and he'll be like oh actually you know what I've been thinking about recently and then he'll just drop it yeah. and then go back to the story and, and it's just, seamless yeah. it's like you there was one point where he was speaking to the audience and something came from that yeah. and then even and, at the beginning so a woman at the beginning had a phone out yeah. for some reason and I thought that was part of the act it was yeah. that seamless yeah. and Dave was like nah nah like, that woman's got a phone out and the yeah. security came and told yeah, her and yeah. I was like the way it's he mad. made that funny, I was like, like yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. it felt like it was practice. Yeah, it and was that, that, that's what I was thinking when he, because you know, because in my head he was like, oh, the reason why I'm going to tell you this was, I was just like, wait, yeah, was that always, like, yeah. was that always part Trust of the me. bit, or do you know what I mean? So, Trust yeah. me, it was no madness. Like he, I think, to, I think we both love it when mm. when we you you rate someone or you you can see someone who's perfected what they do. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. they're just so good. It's yeah, like watching. Yeah. 
Messi in 2015 yeah, or Ronaldo was, in 2017. It was yeah. like that, that. It was just like, oh my day. Just yeah, perfection, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But um, there was one bit from, unless you want to say anything else. No, 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 there no. was one bit where Dave Chappelle was referring to and um, he was basically talking about life and failure mm. and something that I think <clears throat> everyone in life will experience failure. And I think failure is, as a word has its own you know, negative connotation around it in terms of, you know, you should avoid it. Whereas mm. I think what I've learned in life that failure is definitely something that you can't avoid and it's something that you can actually learn from and use to guide you. And that's the point of life, this constant mm. journey you're on, not to get too deep. But that's it. So he touched upon that. And then he said, he went to how to deal with it. And he said, he'll make a mistake if he's made a mistake. And then he'll, he'll like be upset about it for like a day. And then I'll look in the mirror and I'll just be like, oops. Yeah. And then I move on, and I was like, to be able to say it that simply, yeah, but yeah, it actually yeah. makes so much sense to yeah. a point where I, in the mirror, I will actually just go, oops, and I will yeah. actually choose to get over stuff yeah, now. Yeah. And I think that's the point because I, like, I think in life as well, like to to be too harsh on yourself actually holds you back. I feel like yeah, I, I've yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. felt that. I think if you're just me getting this new job and stuff, like mm. it just came to a point where I was like, instead of being harsh on yourself, mm. just kind of like figure out what you can do and work towards that and be positive rather than. You know, because if you're negative, your outcome's going to be negative and all that stuff. So no, I just thought that was a really, like, we were saying just before we started the podcast, like, it, all, the main thing I remember from that was that I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. yeah. And all three of us were really enjoying yeah, ourselves. Yeah. But the actual content of it as well, like, I don't remember yeah, too, too much. Yeah, like, yeah, I hope they make a special out of this because yeah, yeah, definitely. I will get, we'll have to watch it yeah, again, yeah, mate. Definitely. Yeah, but, um, but yeah. And it was, it was one of them when he said that as well. Um, obviously... People that know me, I've gone through. Uh, I've gone through my. F- I've gone through my failures, definitely. Yeah. So, I think even f- go, do it, going through all those uh, failures and stuff, uh, you you naturally build that up. But to hear him say that as well was actually quite good because I can't remember where the quote's from, but it was, I just remembered like failure. It only is it's only a failure when you stop trying. So it's mm. either one of them where you can look at it like that if you're trying to achieve something or if you, you know, failure in the sense of you slip up and then you just go, oops, like he said, mm. I was just there. Like, it's so true. Like, unless someone comes and tells you or someone's pissed off of you or someone's annoyed, most of the anxiety or upsetness about a situation is normally just self-inflicted. So if you, obviously you're not saying there's going to be situations where you do have to, you know, be upset. But as he said, obviously... And the context was like a short period of time, then move on. So a day or whatever, you're like, okay, calm. I'm just uh, let me just wall yeah. in this. And the next day, calm. Forgot about it. Yeah, then move. And I and I read it because I think, as you said, I think that also might be an attribute attributing factor to like a lot of people's anxieties, upsetness, or just you know people feeling down. Where it's like, as you said, mo- a lot of the times people are too much in here mm-hmm. sometimes, and I think. If everyone, if everyone was to move like that, because even with my brother recently, he's had, he's had, uh, I've had similar conversations with him, mm-hmm. and obviously sometimes, like in life, they don't teach you how to just pick yourself up. It's always like yeah. you go to school, this is that, and I was saying to my brother, it's actually sad that you don't. A lot of people don't actually get like a lot of emotional intelligence or emotional like you know uplifting. Like you have to, I have to go through stuff yourself, or you have your friends, or you have your parents, yeah. but you never know how you're going to react until there's a certain situation. So when you get to a certain point in life, you know, okay, I've had all these experiences. I know what's deep. I know what's not deep. So now I can just move on. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because when you're a baby, if you drop a plate, 
you, you, you don't care like you've, yeah, got yeah, no, yeah. You've, got, you've got nothing in there but you do that when you're older you'd be like oh I've just bought that oh angry yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like sometimes you have to unlearn or relearn stuff yeah. and that's that's what I rate from Dave Chappelle anyway yeah. like it, it was a good it's a, good a great point I think yeah. in life it's like you the, the only thing that you can almost guarantee other than the obvious is like you're gonna go through things that might go your way some days and might not but the only thing you can really control is like your reaction to it mm. so you can drop a plate one day and it's like a 50 pound plate and you're like oh my days whoever's mm. spending 50 pound on a plate anyway geez. So <laughs> yeah. it, it's just, just for his example but then the next you'd be like you know what it's 50 pound like is it what it is like similarly. whatever you gotta move on in it but yeah it's interesting but um but yeah i guess life's just about the the process in it mm. so you just gotta keep going through it but nah Dave Chappelle was amazing mm. it was a good way to end our summer to be honest it, yeah, was, it, was, it? it was and then just we, we, we could have gone out and stuff after but we just chose to chill and it was calm mate can't yeah. lie speaking of as well like I think obviously I know you went out last night or whatever mm. in Manny or whatever but um, yeah it's just going out in there anyway mate it's just like oh, I just can't do it anymore man yeah no no it's actually long mate I was driving back this morning and I was literally thinking to myself I was like am I addicted to going out <laughs> no literally I was, I was, you only just figured that no, out no no I, I was sat in the car yeah I was driving back and I was just there like I didn't even want to go out yesterday but it was banging like I was and then I was thinking it is what? good it I, is I, good I, no but... but then in my head I was just like what is it? Like, what? I go out, as I said to you, I've made bands. I go out with the boys and we dance, drink, and come home. Like, like <laughs> the, the context of it yeah. in my head, is, it's just not adding yeah. up anymore. Like, I'm just like, I've been doing this for like five years. Yeah. How can I still enjoy it? Yeah. And then it's one of them where it's just like, I made, I flipped it back and I was just like, you know what it is? I think I like music. So yeah, whenever okay. I go somewhere and the music's banging, that's what I'm enjoying. Yeah, so that's facts. why, that's why now, as I said, and you've known this, I've like, I've cut out like these festivals or other nights out with uh, different groups of friends where it's like, it's not my music taste or whatever. Because yeah. for me, it's just like, I spent 15 quid to go to this rave or whatever and I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. So then I was just like, if that, if that, you know me sometimes, I like deep and stuff and just <laughs> getting an answer for myself. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. right, I like music, calm. So if I, if that's the thing, then it's blessed because as we were saying, I'm hating drinking. Like yesterday it was calm because obviously it's a little brother thing and it was more like casual drinks that just went a bit... Um, See, when it's kind of unnatural, it's yeah, kind of all yeah, right. But when yeah. you get a plan and that out, I don't... Yeah, it's not as good. It, yeah, that's exactly what my girlfriend was saying in the sense of she likes it if you were to, oh, let's go for a food, oh, let's go for a few bars, oh, right, should we hit this club? Calm. But if it's like, oh, Saturday night, what are you doing? Let's go out. And then you're... I, I'm starting to feel like that as well. I don't know if it's age where you're just like... It's not anxiety, but it's more like... Ugh, it's a dread, isn't it? Yeah, like you don't like, really yeah, want to do really it. I don't really want to do that. I'd rather just see see where the night takes us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that was even, um, like, before we did... Oh, we haven't spoke about the Otley Run, have we? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We did the Otley Run little uh, bar call in Leeds, yeah, so our, our northern, uh, northern listeners probably know who like that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it, a couple of weekends ago now? A couple of weekends, we uh, smashed the outfits. Uh, oh, yeah. Raided them. Uh, we did Squid Game. So yeah. I don't know if anyone saw that, but um, yeah, it was, that, that was a good do, good do as well. So maybe, yeah, yeah, you were the, what was it, what's it called? The front man. The front man, and yeah. I was one of the contestants. Yeah, it was yeah. it was good to be fair. It was good to get a lot of the people from down south that we, well, you know, I guess we yeah. know, um, up and stuff. It was bands to be fair, but yeah, me and me and Tom had just had enough. Like yeah, it's got, yeah, it's got, but this week following on from that now, it's got to the point now where when I'm on a night out, if I've had enough now, like I'd, I want to be able to be in control. I can just leave whenever I want. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, more yeah. time at, at like half one, two, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. I hear so that. I hear that. it is one of them. But um, 
but yeah, we've got a couple of topics that we guess we want to cover on this one. But there's yep. one um, that, well, the first one we could talk about is um, so a couple of weeks ago, this Snapchat have these like stories, I guess, whatever. And um, one of them was you sent it, I guess, so I guess if you want to introduce it, but it was basically people in America, in in a school in America, I think elementary school, so primary school here, mm. um, They there were some complaints about a teacher. I don't know, she didn't get removed or anything, did she? No, no, I think it's just, it's, it's just been, it's just hit the news for some reason. Mm. Yeah. So it was a teacher who was apparently, to quote the article line, was too curvy to teach or something, yeah. right? So she obviously was like, a, I think she was like younger or whatever. And Outrageous she... bunda. <laughs> Outrageous. Oh my days. But, um, so yeah, so she, she that was the case. She yeah. was like curvy, whatever, great figure and everything. And she was getting a lot, the school were getting complaints saying that they don't want her to teach her kids. And then the two guys on Snapchat who were telling the story were like, I bet none of the complaints were men and all <laughs> yeah, that stuff, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a crease to be fair. But it's an interesting topic in terms of, would we be bothered about that as, as not even just as men, but as parents, I guess, to mm. say like, you know, the teacher is... I mean, she, it, the, the outfits that were showed were, like, not revealing. Yeah, yeah, In terms yeah, of, no, like, actual const- skin, I guess. Yeah, which yeah. isn't an issue anyway, I guess, but if in she a dressed, professional environment... She, she, she dressed like a professional. Obviously, yeah. if you have certain dimensions, it doesn't matter what you're wearing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, obviously, her figure, yeah. Her figure's very... Was, was very uh, you can't hide it if, you know, in a case all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. If she's wearing trousers and everything, like, there's not much you can do with that. <laughs> you know, she's on the buying thing there. But, um... <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one... It's, it's one of them where... I, the reason the way the, the reason why to begin with as I said I was like oh, okay yeah no I can see what they're saying but then I actually flipped it I was like yeah but imagine if it was a man that was just hench or some mm. just like Anthony Joshua looking guy that was just like very attractive big hench or whatever like are they, they going to complain about that mm. but I think it's one of them where Obviously, it's not the same, but then you're just there like, well, what's the main issue with it? If it's women, if it's their mums complaining or whatever, like they think... Can you see the point? If Say there's like young, impressionable children. Could mm-hmm. they be influenced in any way? I don't really think so. No, I'm asking this just to yeah. try and get to get some reasoning from it. Is it, would it... Obviously, this got mentioned it a little bit. It, do you think that the people, like maybe mothers or even some fathers as well, were like intimidated or like, I don't know... For a better, can't think of a better word. Jealous or something? Maybe mm. they were just like, "Oh, I don't want some like teaching my kids for some reason." I'm trying to think of the reason why they would come. I, I wouldn't I've, see that as. I'd be like, "Oh, she's good looking," but I won't be like, "But how's that going to affect my kid?" I'd be like, "But yeah, yeah, yeah." Surely, kids are too innocent to be yeah, thinking yeah, too yeah. much about. Oh that, yeah, right? and just for the, just to let you know, like it, it was, it was like it was five uh, to six year olds, five to six year yeah. olds. So like they don't even at that age, you don't even have that kind of side of your brain there. I don't think. Well. um most people don't anyway but um, yeah it's one of them where for me more and more we discuss it I really can't see like the angle you, you come at because what you so you like they complain to the, the school they say oh we don't want to teach our kids because they think their children are going to is it inappropriate start, yeah, for inappropriate. her to look like that in front yeah, of the kids and yeah, stuff like it's, it's like aren't you the inappropriate one for thinking that yeah right? yeah yeah like all the pictures as we said they're all 
um, appropriate. They're all modest, all this kind yeah. of stuff. And it's just like... Professional for yeah, school. Professional. Yeah, professional. If you were walking down the street and she walked past you, would you suddenly cover your kid's eyes or whatever? Do yeah, you know what I mean? no, like... like the, the logic the logic doesn't quite add up there. But it's a strange one. It, you'd have to speak to why... You'd have to look into the complaints more, I guess, wouldn't you? But I think we're both in agreement that we mm. don't really see the point. But it's interesting the fact that that could be the thought process of some people. Maybe people are influenced by their insecurities mm. to a point where they will, you know, externalise that towards their children or towards their partners or whatever the reason is, you know what I mean? Mm. That can definitely be a thing, can't it? Yeah, Where you yeah. will feel a certain way and then that's like an insecurity for you or whatever, so you're like, okay, I'm going to push this out. It's one of them where it's like, is that yeah. is that acceptable? You know and what I'm, I mean? I'm even trying to think, because you can't even say it's unprofessional because it's like, don't get me wrong, do you know, like if it was a teacher that had like, I don't know, she was like in an adult film when she was younger or whatever, and then that's yeah. there, then I understand that, but there's literally... She, she's a professional teacher. She Obviously qualified, and, qualified yeah. and she. If, if she bangs Jim, she bangs Jim. Like, what's, yeah, the, what's, well, what's, the, what's the issue? Do you know what true. I mean? So it's a weird one. I think people got to be careful with how they go. Sometimes things don't need to be deep. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. You don't need to do that. And more time, it isn't it just a year? They all move through. <laughs> so it's nine the, months yeah, flat, nine, isn't it? nine months and then they're out of the class so yeah. what, what, what are you guessing about what's the like I mean, actually, the, it, what it is is the wife's thinking I don't want my husband going, going yeah, to this you know trust I mean? me picking up but the nah. kids and everything like they said you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah guys it's a, I think it was a Vice video uh, so you should oh, be yeah. able to uh, um, search that if you're interested in the story or you I know some people are trying to see this teacher now but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's on there uh, uh, <laughs> yeah I would recommend having a quick Google, guys. But um, yeah, that's that. That's that one. We just thought it was a bit of a different topic. Um, sometimes we've not had a little shot like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Little, sometimes, little topic like that. Some, you know, sometimes it's not always the hard hitting stuff we yeah. like on the podcast. Uh, Anything we find interesting. And, yeah, and I think I think I'm liking the podcast again to the point now where we're. Um, obviously, to begin with, you do have to follow a, a certain formula. But now it's at the point where if we find it interesting. Mm. Hopefully, we're intended enough to talk talk about a topic that people will be like, okay, yeah, that, yeah. that's an interesting. We're topic. getting there. Yeah, we're, just a little seg- side into that, right? So obviously, I had my interview, my final interview this week, and mm. then I obviously got the job and everything. And I don't know if it's because of the podcast or what, but do you think that your delivery in speaking, your confidence in speaking, being a conversationalist has improved whilst I've been doing the pod? I, I I was actually deep in it earlier on today, and I was like, yeah, because it it definitely is yeah like yeah, i think yeah. <clears throat> i think we mentioned it before actually but mm. i want to mention it again mm. it's the for me i think the main thing is the the timing and mm. the understanding of knowing when someone's about to finish what they're saying yeah knowing yeah, how yeah. to say it and thinking yeah. whilst you're listening as well yeah, i think that's yeah. a that's a special skill because and and i think it's for me it's um i think it's definitely helped more with uh like actually thinking before i speak because you know sometimes yeah, sure. i will just ramble on or like it's made me a bit more concise in yeah. that. And you look for the meaty parts of the t- yeah, what you yeah, say. yeah 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 and then it's got to the point as well i well i don't know i think i also <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i also you got the moment yeah. that a woman had on tv <laughs> yeah i don't even know what that was clip that one last um <laughs> that's in the trailer trust me uh it's one of them where Obviously, I'm not toot my own horn. I genuinely think I might have got funnier because of the podcast. I feel like my, I feel like my timing, even when we're just chilling, I feel like sometimes I'll just say something. And I'm like, nah, that's that was a slap. Up. Like, I, 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 I feel funnier. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not not with our mates. Sorry, and more like, do you know, like at workplaces, you know, okay. you just have little little things. This is that. Like, right, I, right, right. I feel yeah. like it's made me a bit more just out there in that kind of sense. But yeah. I, I've, extroverted with yeah, your conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know me, as I said, like. People 
people sometimes are quite surprised that sometimes I'm introverted. So, like, if I'm at work, I just can't be asked. Like, yeah. I, I go work, do my thing. But with, with my boys, might be the loudest person in the room. But if you just put me in another room with everyone else's boys, I'm not, I might just be chilling. Yeah. So, I, but I think the podcast. Yeah, maybe it has. Left, I think, because yeah. I think some, I think people thought when they would first meet you, you were quite cold. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think. Yeah, maybe I've, I've, I can see that. I yeah. can definitely see the improvements of that. Maybe that's like a culmination of stuff like maturity mm. or whatever. But yeah, no, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But I would say the, if we're going to break it down, yeah. definitely the delivery of how you say things has definitely it's improved. improved. Say, yeah, you guys, we're all doing well. You yeah, come well, on. Cold, cold. <laughs> but uh, um, that brings us nicely onto our uh, last pod, uh, last podcast topic, which is um, there was a uh, ex-police officer. Uh, I think he's a police officer, chief. Uh, I think he's quite high High-ranking one. High-ranking yeah. one. On Good Morning Britain. On Good Morning Britain, yeah. yep. Uh, he they was on there with another police officer and then obviously the uh, host of the show and they were discussing um, police relationships with the public and uh, this uh, gentleman is... Uh, uh, white uh, elderly um, and I think he, I think he's retired anyway and yeah, he had yeah, some very uh, by the book of views of uh, what policing should be which, which yeah. were... Uh, he thinks that the police should, you know, police. They shouldn't. They don't need to be that active in the community. They don't have to be, you know, dancing at carnival, having bants with the uh, with their communities or whatnot. Mm. It was based. Sorry to cut you off. Mm. It was based around a video of a policeman who was. I think it was dancing. It said the macarena, but I think mm. he was doing like a Punjabi dance as well. To be honest, oh, okay. like so that's what the video was doing as well, as well as probably the macarena as well. So it was a policeman who was in a community, and they were basing the conversation around that video. Mm. So yeah, carry on. So um, so obviously the they. We were just having a little debate, and then the um, then the other officer was a uh, gay black officer, uh, and he was saying that oh uh, he thinks it's it's fine. Like the whole point of being uh, in the police is that you should be able to be you know approachable. You should be part of the community. They should be able to you know build that trust. Yeah, breaks and then, the barriers. And yeah, all that, yeah, yeah. Whereas the um, the other police officer was saying that oh no, like they need to be spending time on serious crime or spending time doing like their job, like mm. what's in their job title. So we, just, so to be honest, uh, we just thought it'd be interesting to discuss that because mm. I think um, for me, I'm on the side of. I do think that it's, it's an important... Like, obviously, the examples might be a bit trivial, but I still think it's important for them to have this um, connection with the community because I think the black guy made a, a very good uh, example where he was like, yeah, but if there was, you know, the serious crimes, like stabbings or whatever, and you've got a police officer that's going in that's disconnected completely to the mm-hmm. community, then it might be a bit of resistance. But if, yeah. there's, if there are people, oh, yeah, they know him, oh, I know this guy... He rolls with this guy, rolls with this guy, and obviously I'm not. It can help the investigation. Can help yeah. the investigation. So sometimes it's not just the black and whiteness of this is the job, this is not the job. Sometimes you have to do a bit more, mm. more stuff. So I was, I'm on the opinion that I do understand what he's saying. Like it definitely shouldn't go too far where policemen are just chilling with everyone or whatever. But I personally just don't see how that's a negative. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think? I think there's two ways to break it down. <clears throat> so the first point I'd like to make is that I think obviously the the the, the police officer who was the uh, you know white Caucasian gentleman he's obviously from like a he's retired so you mm. can see, and he's worked his way up. I think he got to like a high level as you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So he's obviously come from a traditional uh, kind of like a he's obviously older so he's come mm. from a police you know metropolitan police from when times were different where like you know yeah. you had a you had a set standard of what it was you are the police they are the people. 
people amongst the people there are crimes committed and it's your job to solve that however you can and then obviously with the you know the 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 black policeman who was there now who's um he if he's a policeman of today he's obviously thinking different and i think that in itself is different because the how the police work now is mm. obviously different to how they work there because naturally things evolve and grow as yeah, they should. Yeah. But I think also societally, if I thought it was in the word, but in society, things have changed as well. So yeah. how then it was acceptable to be like, okay, we are the police, we are the enforcers or whatever yeah, you want. Yeah. And then, but now I think it's come to a point where it's like the UK is so rich in culture now, especially in certain areas. And I can see it moving further up north. Like there's a Carney in Leeds now in Hyde mm. Park and stuff like that. Mm. So you can see how culture is coming through the UK up the north as well um so i think it's important to build a, a relationship with the community yes to definitely to help with crimes because you build that trust with the community people if they know you and they like you they're more likely to be like you know what i did see that car actually mm. driving at this time at this mm. point i've got cctv if you want to have a look etc etc that can help mm. society so you can di- you can definitely come to the conclusion that if a police officer or you know the assigned police officer to a certain area build upon their relationships by going to the local community kind of fairs and stuff that we're talking about or going up to Kani or any of the you know anything that's happening in the local community within the communities within the community like the Indian community or you know going seeing if they pass by the church for some mm. people whatever it is like you can build those relationships just by being you know a face and I think that's what the the oh, community yeah. police officers yeah, were yeah. supposed to be like yeah. I think that's a good thing um, but also because society has changed I think the way that the you know when you look at just mental health for example or you look at the way that police do deal with things now it's more it's it's less enforcive now mm. i think police in the uk are very good at and i think they don't get enough recommend uh, you know uh what's the word credit, credit. For, yeah credit thank you credit for the way they deal with stuff like this i remember when um some of the stuff came out after blm or even before when it was like a lot of the the gun shooting and the sh- police shootings in like american stuff i was mm. like there's a video that came out there was a similar situation in the UK and they had tasers only and they were able to not use those tasers, you know, encourage the person to drop the knife Mm. and then they were able to do an arrest that you could say to some level was quite calm. Mm. So it's like that, that that kind of new way of policing is something that's really important i think because you're preventing you're also protecting the police officer's life mm. when something like that does happen mm. so i think basically to round off my, my two points is that yes there's an old way and you have to keep some of the, those pillars you know strong today in terms of police are the enforcer and stuff like that but you know things are changing now and just to just to kind of cap that off i i, I was in china and um when, when i was in china sorry mm. um i used to have friends that would come from different countries in europe as well or even like latin america or the caribbean or wherever it was and there was a uh, one of our friends in france uh, one of my friends uh, who was there from france got sent a video from his friend in france and it was literally the police were like mashing up some guy like mm. beating him up and they were from spain so they mm. were from spanish people come to uh in france and they were partying or whatever and the police were just battering them they were like, oh look watch this video and it was like horrific and i was like i think that's an example of old traditions not working with like the how the youth might work today because mm. you can get really violent things that are going on so i think it is important to for police to be integrated into you know communities that you work within because it will help you it makes you safer it makes the community safer mm-hmm. and if everyone lives in a world where things are more trusted i think crime will go down anyway to be honest yeah it's true and i think um yeah even said for all, all the points there to be fair but yeah, I, sorry <laughs> no it's all right i think i do think that it's one of them where for me i don't still see any negatives of just you know engaging with people because i feel like obviously it's been generational, like, um, the prejudice towards police, like, 
calling them pigs, this is that. Yeah. We don't talk to the feds, this is that. And obviously, I'm not saying that, obviously, like, gang culture, all that was going to suddenly change and they're going to be snitching all over the place. But I'm just mm. saying, like, I think it's good. You, you What you want to do is the criminals are going to stay as criminals. Yeah. So if you can be approachable with the communities that are probably going to be the people that are the victims of uh, crime or whatever, you want to get them on side. So yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no point sure. disagree- disengaging with them. Obviously, it might be a bit uncomfortable. It might be a bit weird to begin with. But if you've got... Let me make it simple. You've got 50 normal residents and then maybe you've got about 10 criminals. Yeah. If you can come there and make those 50 residents feel safe, feel yeah. trusted, why would you not just want to do that? Because obviously your job is to, you know, serve and protect the uh, society. So it's even part of it that's serving. It's not just... Yeah, for sure. It's just not to go around cracking heads. Yeah. Uh, uh, um arresting people all, all, all mm. the time sometimes it might simply be like that video on Carnival they're just there they're watching just making sure nothing's keep, uh, yeah. kicking off he has a little dance to one of the tunes it goes viral then that's fine if you that, that's that's your job like you weren't told he, so that's why the way I look at it was if you're told to go okay you're patrolling today um, just make sure nothing kicks off and deal with it and nothing's happening you engage you have a bit of bounce with yeah. someone they're like oh uh, alright mate blah 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 yeah. yeah what are you up to and it's calm it removes so. that kind of that air of like oh the police are there the nervousness yeah, and the angst, and around, the angst around, around like if you know them you're like oh you're right Bob or whatever yeah, your name is yeah, yeah. but I also think in terms of the gang culture that you mentioned mm. in the UK that's quite rife at the minute I would say and it has been for a minute or whatever mm. but I think if police officers build a relationship with the youth in the society, I think it's also an opportunity to, you know, educate, to mm. say, you know, there is actually a better way to, to live your life. and there's, mm. Or even just to say, you know, there's an option. You know, mm. when someone offers you X amount of money to do something, you know, mm. maybe it's not always the best idea to take that. Maybe it is the best idea to stay in school and kind of 100%, do that. It's, it's, I, think, I, I think if the police were more willing to do that and it came from them, you know, because what, what they're saying can be trusted in the terms of we can see people like you mm. be manipulated by like drug dealers and whatever because that's mm. what does happen yeah yeah uh, you know they, they they get kids essentially to mm. as they say run country lines or whatever you want to call it mm. so it's actually an opportunity for them to educate to be preventative not just yeah, deal yeah. when there's a crime but actually prevent the youth and maybe help them think you know what actually i don't want to do this i yeah, know you know yeah. that policeman bob like he said you know maybe it's not a good idea and you know my mum tells me to make the right decision blah 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 mm. so you know you're helping kids make a decision for their future that's better that hopefully in the long term you would see people going nah you know what you man are dusted for selling yeah drugs and yeah all that yeah stuff, you know what I'm saying? no like it's and as you said, the, pre- the preventative measure is always where I like to look at because obviously I think too many things in this country is always about, okay, we need stricter stricter punishment, we need stricter this, we yeah. need stricter that, where it's just like sometimes if you were to actually invest the money into preventing, maybe in 10 years' time it gets to the point where the tax force, the, t- uh, the police tax force can actually be halved because it gets to the point you actually don't need that many police officers or whatever, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I just think it's funny, it's interesting, It's I, I think it might have been a bit of a damaging interview for that guy as well because I don't mm. think it, sh- it sheds a very good light for the police, especially in this day and age when, as I said, you know, um, I think the public perception is potentially... Well, as you said, we're getting a bit more appreciative of the UK, of the UK police force. Yeah. So, but then to hear that, then you know, can cause a bit of conflict, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I, I just personally, I think bottom line for me is 
I don't think it would do any harm whatsoever if the True. police were to engage. And obviously, if it's physically possible, then yeah, do it. But obviously, if their budgets there, they're there, then fair. But yeah. I don't think the I don't think the the mentality of oh that's not our job yeah. should be that. Obviously, if they can't afford it or they're, they're, there's no time in the day, yeah. completely different. That's fine. But if you're if you if you know there's going to be carnival next week or whatever, and mm. you're patrolling the full day, no point walking around screwface all day. Mm. Just just be there, and if anything kicks off, it kicks off. Mm. Do your job. If don't not, expect it yeah. to be bad. Yeah. Know that it definitely can happen. Be prepared for that. Obviously, yeah. not telling the police how to do it, yeah, but yeah. maybe just the mentality of there are people going to be having fun and expressing it in a different mm. way. But what I was going to say was building that relationship does work the other way. So, for yeah. example, you can actually build a trust with the people that you're doing it for you but also the other way as well for them so, uh, f- so for example people in society in the uk and a lot of other countries as well like there was a, a police shooting the other, a couple of weeks ago in london and apparently it mm. came out saying that he didn't have a weapon on him. Weapon. so you, if you know those police officers did have a relationship and knew him they could actually make a, an opinion uh, you know a judgment call instead of shooting him and killing him you know mm. taking a life where it shouldn't have been taken mm. to actually be like no i know this kid to be honest like mm. i think we should kind of just lower it let me go and talk to them like i know mm. him i'm from his community yeah, yeah. that can actually prevent like from the other way as well because the police can be intimidating and when yeah. things like that happen it's more reason and more fuel for people to be like f the police whatever yeah. like the pigs and all that stuff mm. like it actually needs to be like if it's becoming an issue which it seems like it can be mm. in certain areas in certain situations why not try and build a relationship where people respect the police not just for being like a, a an enforcers and like a people in society who have got a duty but also respect of like you know I rate you you rate me or rate to, yeah, to a point where it's yeah. like we can prevent something negative from happening and I think isn't that the point of being in the police, the police force yeah, like, yeah, I think it's inevitable that crime's going to exist because of people and situations and, gent- and and all these other things that happen like you it's not that you can control it but what you can do is like we said before kind of tie it back nicely yeah, to the end yeah, you yeah. can kind of help your reaction in those moments I know the police are trained to be in a certain way but mm. I think the human aspect should be able to come out more because I think more time when you're human you kind of lose that where the police and you're the criminals yeah, and we're yeah, going to be yeah, easily yeah, able true. to shoot you like it's like and, nah it's, it shouldn't be and, like I, that. and I think that's exactly where the issue in America have right now yeah there it's it's the police versus the citizens whereas mm. obviously over here we're more of the police are helping the citizens to uh, live protection of everything but I think yeah it's America really... is a little bit different because I think it comes from systematic oh, racism yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, but definitely these but these are the these are, and everything yeah, these are bricks that should be built yeah, there yeah. I think it's different like oh, yeah, I remember going yeah, to yeah. Disneyland when we, I was That's like a whole different podcast than that. Yeah, yeah I went to really. Disneyland when I was 12 and in the police got, the police officer in the in the park had a gun so I was like oh can we get a picture obviously to have like gas I'd just seen a gun and I was like can I hold it he was like nah and obviously yeah. so I was like oh I'm mad as if he didn't let me hold his gun obviously yeah. after thinking geez yeah, but yeah. um like they had they like fair enough in it like I get it but it's like geez like he had a gun where there's like the majority of people there are like kids and families like yeah, it's just mental yeah, yeah, the, the way the way the police are in America is just different level mate mm, mm, but yeah mm, yeah 100% mate. but, but yeah, yeah I think we're uh, we're basically done on that one it's probably been like a 30-40 minute podcast but I feel like we've got some good chunky yeah, chunky yeah, stuff yeah, in there I think it's good it's not yeah. it's no point forcing it if you ain't got if you ain't got the gas yeah, we had a couple of topics we hope you enjoyed it guys to be honest with you yeah. but uh, yeah this has been the Off-White Boys and that's been the Off-White Pod and we'll catch you next time Peace.